All right. Hey, welcome back. Grace Point Thursday night teaching is Pastor Brad. Going through the book of Matthew. Let's pick up with Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16, I believe. Father, bless the preaching tonight, the teaching. Lord, help me to convey what you want out there. This is good stuff, Lord. Open our hearts and minds to be receivers of the Word of God. Bless our hearing. Bless our spiritual sight and our hearts. In Jesus' name, Lord, amen. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as dove. But beware of men, for they will deliver you to council, scourge you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. And when they deliver you up, do not worry about what you will speak, for it will be given you in that same hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Brother will deliver up brother to death, father his child. Children will rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated of all, uh, by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one city, flee to another. For surely I say to you that you will not have gone through the, all the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple that he should be like his teacher and a servant that he should be like his master. If they called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more would they call those of his household? Therefore, do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and nothing hidden that will not be made known. Okay, so Jesus is sending them out and he's telling them they're like sheep in the midst of wolves. Why would he say that they're like sheep? Sheep are defenseless. Paul says in Romans chapter 8, we're like sheep to the slaughter. Do you know the gospel works just the opposite of the kingdom of this world. It really is a gospel of nonviolence. I'm not going to weigh in on whether people should go to war. People fight about that. But the gospel is a gospel of non-resistance to evil and nonviolence. That's why you're like sheep. How much can a sheep defend himself around a wolf? Does a sheep fight back? <laughs> the sheep runs. Where does the sheep run to? To their shepherd. So the sheep's only defense is the shepherd. They don't strike back. They don't speak back. They don't defend themselves. They're like sheep to the slaughter, except... They can go to their shepherd, can't they? Therefore, he tells them to be, <laughs> be smart, be as harmless as doves, but be wise, okay? He even tells them to be careful of men. Hey, they are going to be persecuted. And we know from the book of Acts and early Christian 
history that the early church was persecuted in a major way. All 12 of the original disciples, you know, not Judas, but I think it was Matthias, all 12 except for John were martyred. John was the only one. Christian tradition says they tried to kill John. They boiled him in water, but he wouldn't die. I mean, that's amazing. Paul, who I believe he's one of the apostles, also call him the 13th apostle. He also was beheaded for the gospel. So all of the early church, that's why, look, you know, I don't want to harp on the way people preach the gospel. I know different people preach differently, but a lot of times, you know, when the gospel is me-focused, like what's in it for me, you know, like, oh, God's going to give me a great life, and He's going to give me a lot of money, and I'm going to do, and I'm not preaching against anyone. I'm just saying, really, honestly, as a servant of the King, as a preacher of the gospel, it's not about us. It's not about your best life now, and I'm not saying that to to criticize brother any anybody i'm not but it's really not it's about jesus's best life in you jesus is a king we are his servants you can be persecuted you can actually lose your life if you are chosen if you are so honored to do so you can lose your life preaching the gospel i've seen videos i know people in india that have literally lost their life I pre- talked about Brother P.T. Christopher and his son Stephen last week. Those folks get beat. They get thrown in jail. They're persecuted. And they literally do what they say here. They, <clears throat> they scurry from one city. They get rejected in one village. They got over 30,000 to go to. They go to the next village. They are literally uh, living this out and being persecuted. When people get converted in India and in Muslim countries, their family, they do exactly this. They're turned in by their families and they're betrayed and some are murdered. They're definitely persecuted. So God does want to give us a great life and he wants us to, 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 to walk in the spirit. He wants to bless us. There are covenantial blessings that God does want to give you a great life. You can even say your best life, but sometimes that best life, in fact, the word says, and this is in 2 Timothy, I'm going to flip here. I think it's 3.12. I get it mixed up with 3.16, but I I think it is uh, 2 Timothy 3.12. I'll read verse 11. He says, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and Lystra, what persecutions I endured. And out of all of them, the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ, Jesus will suffer persecution. Paul said, anybody that wants to live godly, you're going to be persecuted. Jesus said, hey, in this world you will suffer tribulation. You'll have tribulation. But he said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. In 1 Peter chapter 4, he says, Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind, 
For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he should no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh for the desires of men, but for the will of God. And actually, skip down to verse 12. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as some strange thing has happened to you, but rejoice to the extent that you partake in Christ's sufferings that when His glory is revealed, you also may be glad glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Persecution is a part of being a Christian. People will not always say good things about you. People will oppose you. The Bible tells you to expect persecution. And yet, it does say that God will deliver us, that God will rescue us. Paul said, I was delivered out of every trial. Okay, there may come a time, you know, in Revelation, Jesus said, some of you will be thrown in prison 10 days. And even some folks will be required to give up their life. So we have to understand that, that this is not... It's not just, Christianity is not just about bearing fruit and making money and being healed. When we talk about being healed as a Christian and God being our provider, those things are benefits of following Jesus. Those things are benefits of serving God, but those, that's not the meat of the gospel. Those are benefits. The healing, when you're preaching the gospel, is a demonstration of the kingdom. I'm not going to go back on that. But what I'm saying is, as a Christian, when we receive healing or God provides for us and He gives, and God gives me good things all the time. He provides for me all the time. Those are benefits to serving and following God. But we're also promised that we're going to suffer persecution, we're going to have tribulation, and we're going to have trials. And everyone who lives godly in Christ will suffer them. You can expect it. So don't be surprised if someone makes, you might bring someone to church and they make fun of it or something. You might bring someone to church and they don't like it or you might try to share Jesus and someone doesn't like it. Listen, my last point here and I'll move on for today. When he says brother will deliver up brother to death and father his child, children will rise up against his parents and cause them to be put to death. Um, he's actually quoting Micah Chapter 7, verse 6. This was, the Bible says, a man's foes will be those of his own household. And he even quotes it even more specifically, I think in the book of Luke, or maybe it's Mark. But anyway, this says, a man's foes will be those of his own household. This has all been prophesied. And the, Micah the prophet prophesied it. Jesus is quoting that now. And then Jesus says, you won't even get through all the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. It's powerful. That's powerful. So why don't we just end right there, folks? Expect persecution, okay? God's going to provide for you. God's going to bless you, but you will have tribulation in this world. You will have persecution, but be of good cheer because Jesus has overcome this world.